Heather. Oh. <laughs> it has begun. Okay. We're back. Hello. <laughs> we're back on our bullshit. Like, no one noticed we were gone. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it wasn't that long. Two it weeks? Was... I forgot how to do my eyeliner. That sounds like your problem. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, That's but. unrelated. <laughs> That's separate, but no, no, yeah, it is a while, but also, I don't know, it was necessary, so. Yes. Um, yeah, let's, I, yeah. Necessary, I would say it was, we had no choice in the matter. Yeah. We got COVID. Yeah. You know all those memes that are like, my fall plans, <laughs> and then the Delta variant? That was our life for these yep. past two weeks. Yep. Literally. We literally were thriving, glowing, making new friendships. Life couldn't get any better. No, literally. For a Libra and a Gemini, honestly, like, vibing. Sure, my car summer. is not drivable right now, but I have I'm traumatized. A, <laughs> but I have a MTS monthly pass. Heather! <laughs> get down! I swear that's just gonna be like... A Heather, lot. get down. Heather doesn't... She's back. Heather's back as well. Heather is being annoying this episode, like always. Like, fucking surprise. always. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we got... We got sick, and it was actually so bad, because I was fainting for, like, the first part, like, first three days. Yeah. And for... And that was, like... For the first three days, I was fainting. Like, I physically couldn't get up and stand up for more than, like, two seconds. But every other day other than that, I was completely... Like, I had to sleep. Like, it was so much fatigue. Like, I could... After three days, I could finally stand up. But Mm -hmm. the fatigue was so bad. Like, that's what really got us. So, we physically couldn't do it. We couldn't... We couldn't record. And we couldn't get up. Walking to the bathroom was, like, the only thing I could do. And even then, I did feel like I had shortness of breath at at times. And then, yeah. It was really bad. Like, me and Val haven't even talked about it. Like, Mm -hmm. two weeks of our lives, we were both just trying to get through it, white-knuckling it, you know? It's, It's a virus, so there's really nothing you can take. I mean, we were trying... We were taking, like, Mucinex and stuff. Mm hmm and like Dayquil, Nyquil, but that was just like I don't know, just <laughs> to get to get us through the day because it was so bad and I couldn't eat. Like that was oh yeah the worst part for me. Yeah, hundred percent. That's something a lot of I saw a lot of like online when I looked up what people were saying. Like that's something no one really mentions is how bad it is. Like that you can't eat. Like you can't keep anything down. Like no. the nausea is so real. It's so so real i mean first of all nothing tastes good because you don't have a sense of smell Mm -hmm. so nothing was really appetizing but my stomach was still growling and hurting because it was empty so then i had to eat something and then that made me even more nauseous and i couldn't even keep it down so yeah it was literally so bad so humbling like Mm-hmm. Today, I, I was my first day back at work, and I just, I 
I was so grateful. Like, I almost started crying. <laughs> to be <laughs> doing like, something other than literally being in pain in bed. Yeah. Like, not being able to move and being in pain in bed. Yeah, yeah, and just, like, not even being able to, like, do my job, you know, which, like, I really need my routine. Mm-hmm. And, like, just being w- yanked out of my routine, it, like, fucked me up. And I'm legit still, like, reeling from it yeah for sure <laughs> there's it It was traumatizing like it was um basically like the physical struggle was equal to the mental struggle if not the mental struggle felt worse it just yeah. felt worse it was like, so I hard have, on top of covid i have depression ew <laughs> and so that was not a good combo no like, not a good combo you guys home, i literally deleted instagram because i was like i I can't even look at my friends have fun without me. Like, the FOMO's real. I feel depressed. I'm sad. And, yeah. And also, I was like, okay, okay, God, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. Like, <laughs> I, I'm just going to, like, try to learn from it and be grateful and and allow it to humble me because it, it really did. A hundred percent. I am back. I'm grateful. And I'm so excited to get yeah. back to our fucking life. Yeah. You know, like even just this like small pleasure of our podcast. It, mm-hmm. I'm so happy and blessed that we can get back to it, you know. I 100% agree. And I feel like it really hit us at a time when we both felt like, whoa, like this is definitely a peak of our lives. We just were having so much fun yeah. um, with our new group of friends, which we will get into. But basically, I feel like. We, could, we kind of felt at first like this is like the worst time for it to happen to us but looking back it's like this is probably the best time because it humbled us mm-hmm. and like exactly how you said to like the point where like the next time we see them we're gonna be so fucking excited and it's gonna be so much more fulfilling and we're gonna be able to really feel it and feel the gratitude for it because it did feel like too good to be true like that's how much fun we were having and so yeah. Now it's like we can really take it in because we know what the opposite of that is. Yeah. Yeah. So we can really take it in now and in, and I'm, I'm grateful more than anything. I, the whole time I was really saying to God like I trust in your plan always. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So there you know. There was a lot of prayer involved, and thankfully our family was praying a lot too. Um, and I do believe in that. I believe that like we're extremely powerful beings. And, like, when we actually intentionally release energy towards somebody, mm-hmm. it's really powerful. I mean, I agree. and it could go both ways. Like, that's why hate hate is really, really powerful as well and damaging. But, like, when people pray for you and or are sending you those, like, pure loving thoughts, it, it's unstoppable. And, I mean, everything that I was afraid of, I got through it, you know? Yes. Like, I seriously was like, I feel like if it gets any worse, like a hair worse, I'm going to have to go to the hospital. And that was terrifying because I, you can't have anybody with you. And the amount of people, I mean, I've certainly, I know of people who've lost people to COVID. Me too. And it's just so heartbreaking to not even be able to be there with your family member, you know? So that was my number one fear. But then, like, the, the smaller things, like... Is my smell, sense of smell ever going to come back? Because <laughs> yeah. and every time, like, I would Google it, it was like, yeah, some people, it's, like, permanently gone. That's insane. Uh, I have this friend who couldn't smell in high school. Love that person. 
And so it's just funny because now really like the po- whole population can join them because it was just a thing. I don't know why we would always talk about it. Be like, oh, they can't smell or I don't know. We'd make jokes about it, but fuck like, but it's no. Yeah, this is serious. Like yeah. I have another friend who did get in and hasn't come back yet. Yeah. So yeah, my heart goes out to you. It, it's it was scary. And I'm just thankful t- to anybody who prayed for us and who whoever like texted us and checked on us like it means mm-hmm. the world to me because it hasn't been until recently that i've started building a support system mm-hmm. and so if, if you want to talk about divine timing you know i feel like we had each other we lived with each other and, and that was also a blessing such a blessing can i say like my sister and i haven't talked about it like we said and we didn't talk about it while it was happening but we worked so well together at helping each other we were helping each other and just like we were communicating like i can't be with anybody right now like i want to be alone or like we just both like fucking slump into the bed and like watch something like the fact that we couldn't even watch tv Mm -hmm. it was hard to focus yeah like that's how sick we felt and it's awful it's awful and um I'm gonna say some prayers tonight for people who are dealing with it right now and anybody that's like vulnerable in any way yeah because I thought I was going to die you know what I mean mm-hmm. like, so I can't even imagine like knowing you have no immune system you know or already yes. having like lung issues yes I've been thinking equally as much about um permanent disease permanent illness things like that that like you would never focus on and you just hear about and you'd be like oh well that sucks for them i hope the best for them but you don't really understand this really made me understand this is someone's reality like everyday existence everyday struggle like that we never have to relate to and that we just have to keep like praying for them and yeah hoping no one has to feel that way like it's just it just humbled us so much Mm -hmm. how you said like yeah definitely and i'm thankful for that i'm i'm so thankful honestly so thankful (laughs) heather i'm so sorry she likes to bite the plastic water bottles and so that's what she's doing right now you need a little elevator (laughs) yeah this is your segment go off queen oh my god (laughs) okay it's over I'm sorry, Heather. I know. I know that this is the only thing that brings you joy, (laughs) but it's ruining our podcast. Okay? So, I'm going to hide it, and then you (laughs) can get it back when it's done. It's so true. That's why it's funny. Okay. You know what we're missing? What? The intro. That is the intro. Hit it. Okay, I guess that's how we're starting it. Okay, so... Okay, 
Val, take us into their next topic because I don't know where we're going with this. Okay. What was the first topic that you said, though? Well, we recently got into Greta Van Fleet. <gasps> yes. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. <laughs> this is just ridiculous, okay? Because I'm almost 30 <laughs> years old. I'm turning 28 in a couple months. And I feel like I have Beatlemania for Greta Van Fleet. Like, I literally yeah. feel like I could burst into tears just thinking about them. Me too. <laughs> me too. Like, what is wrong with me? No, I feel the same. I don't... I haven't felt this, like, sensitive to someone's existence in, in like, since One Direction. Since Harry Styles, like, got brought into my fucking world. Like... Basically, for people who don't know, Greta Van Fleet is this really, really popular... Rock and roll band. Rock and roll band. And they formed semi-recently, and it's this group of four guys, and three of them are brothers, and they all play their own instruments, and the lead singer can, like, belt. Yeah. And they write their own music that is, like, actually, like... It's literally the most beautiful compositions. They... So, they're all in their 20s they're from frankenmuth i believe is the name where's of their that city. <laughs> michigan okay michigan <laughs> yeah and cutting wood and shit <laughs> cutting wood mm-hmm. and shit out of michigan and they are often compared to led zeppelin and yeah it's like i guess to some people it's controversial but i really don't care like um but if just to give you an idea of what their genre music sounds like it they're usually compared to Led Zeppelin and they just write some wonderful music and I just like I grew up with a mom who grew up with rock and roll you know what I mean yeah and so she played it a lot and at home and I mean she's the one who like showed us Freddie Mercury you know what I mean yeah so that kind of stuff is like in my bones and I always just like would feel so envious of the people that lived through the 70s because like 70s and 80s right but like that time where like rock and roll was life you know no but no that was it that was the the genre yeah and like we grew up watching that 70s show you know like yeah they go go to concerts and like they're obsessed with led zeppelin they're obsessed like they obviously never really play it so like you know, yeah. to be obsessed with that genre is like, yeah, yeah, eye opening. It's like it's not just music, right? It's a fucking lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it influences how you dress, how you think. Yeah, which is know? part of why we're fucking crazy for them. The, exactly the way they fucking dress, dog. I can't even. No, no, like no, it, no. I can't. Like as a person who's into fashion, I mean, we I grew can't up idolizing like Brett. Michaels. That's his name, right? Brett Michaels. Yeah. yeah. And, or like, uh, Steven Tyler. Is it yeah. Steven Tyler? Yeah, Steven Tyler, but I don't, I don't really remember. Well, like, Mick Jagger, like. I just remember Freddie Mercury. Freddie they, Mercury, they weren't for sure. And the yeah, there's a little too. influence there, actually, from Freddie. Yeah. But, it, like, I guess what I'm saying is, like, we grew up idolizing kind of feminine men, you know? Right. My mom... Yeah, that was actually a good part of my mom's, like, genre of just people that yeah. she liked. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so true. 
like we've always been into pe- men with long hair and just like i have a thing about style. men with long hair yeah. Like, I've always had a thing, like, since I was young, yeah. I, and my sister knows this, like, yeah. it's just a thing, she could look, we could see a guy with long hair, and my sister could look at me, and I know exactly what she's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing about Greta Van Fleet is that three out of the four of them have long hair, and they So all, I'm fucked. They all dress, like, I, the, the thing is, like, I fucking hate gender fucking norms and shit you know oh my god like yes. i hate having to say like oh they dress kind of feminine but yeah what what i mean like they're just really uh creative and mm-hmm. out there with what they choose to wear yeah you know they're um, non-conforming like they're yes. it's really fluid yeah yeah and their style is extremely obviously reminiscent to like 70s rock and roll mm-hmm. and just to be alive when there's a band it's like i feel like i'm tra- i'm transformed into a 70s girl like Same. i'm back in time listening to an album that just released that takes me to those places that you know like whoever listened to the dark side of the moon when it first came out by pink floyd is <laughs> like i finally get it i finally get yes. it you, you know just, you nailed it i couldn't put it into words yeah yeah it's like the feeling of finally getting it because like you look back you try to connect so hard but you can't yeah they just released their album not too long ago and i listened to it all the way through and i'm kind of like a music like what is it called person who likes music (laughs) (laughs) i like music but i'm kind of like obsessive about it and very particular about it and like and at the same time very unpredictable like i can be into the most random shit and if i'm into it i'm just into it like but i really appreciate when there's like a whole concept that goes with the album not just like visually but in the sounds like there's a theme everything goes together and like there's a story i'm learning something i'm getting something from it you know and explains why you like Tyler and yes, because Kanye. Tyler, the creator, Kanye, like, they really value that stuff. And they put a lot of thought into it. And it comes through, you mm-hmm. know? You're, like, you're giving us a whole body of work yeah. that's, like, making me transcend the physical realm. Yeah. And just, like, mm-hmm. like, and just watching their interviews and, like, you know, the guitarist describing how i mean i'm sure this is very common you know but like i've never been so inspired by a band before and like i the only other band i can possibly think of that i was obsessed with was simple plan and even then like this is for the first time like i am so in awe of the talent i just can't even like they leave me speechless when i watch music videos of them playing live same um and like jake is the guitarist he was describing how like he'll be like almost falling asleep and he'll think of a guitar riff and he'll have to get up and record it so he doesn't forget it and Mm -hmm. like that's just like oh like they're sharing something so beautiful with the world that comes from within them you know and like i guess why it's so touching to me is because we grew up kind of in a really poppy and synthetic sound of music, mm-hmm. which is also 
um, you know, art in its own right. Like, I can't do that. I can't do what Phineas does for Billy. <laughs> like, uh, that shit is impressive, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, there's something about, like, head to guitar, you know? And then just, like, mm-hmm. guitar to my ears. Mm-hmm. Like, that just makes me feel so connected to them. And, like, Josh is the lead singer. And they all write the songs together and stuff like that. But Josh says he does write most of them kind of like last you know like they they build the song from the melodies first and then add the lyrics and it's just like i just can't even understand how someone could do that you know and like have a song about the human condition that describes it so perfectly and they're like talking about real life shit like not just like love or whatever which is like fine there's it's no just overdone, that. I think. It's overdone, yeah. and I feel like their their approach to music is just so fresh, even though it's extremely similar to old things. Yeah. So, I'm very inspired. I'm very, very passionate about it. <laughs> um, we literally got through COVID because of Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> yeah. Because I seriously was like... I could not find any joy, and they brought joy into my life. Yeah, and, like, we could just listen to them. Like, we didn't have to watch anything. We didn't have to do anything. We were just listening. It really did get us through, and it transformed me and you, like, because it's just was so new happening at this time when we felt so vulnerable. Like, if we didn't match, like, it just happened that way. And so it's just so attached to our kind of traumatic experience, but in a beautiful way where, like, it really helped us. It's yeah. so, it sounds so dumb, like, Greta Van Fleet, you helped me through COVID. But, but they literally did. Yes, yes. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not, like, I do feel like and there's a time in my life where I would have been kind of embarrassed to care about anything mm. as much. But that's, like, cynicism, and I really, I don't have time to be cynical. But this is all to say, like, for sure, listen to them, because they're really good, and also they're really fucking hot yep (laughs) obviously yeah um no i can't even i've been telling my sister this the whole time i can't even comprehend that these people exist me neither because they're they're my type if there has ever been a type for me which i would never consider anything my type they are my type physically but also it's the no for me it's oh personalities the the way the fact that they're so artistic their um looks obviously their style their 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 genius so that's been our lives as covid and greta van fleet and i wish it wasn't that simple but it is (laughs) um another part of our lives that is fresh i guess goes along with everything else um is our friends yeah you should talk about it because they're your friends first they were your friends first and then I snuck yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's been kind of weird because, like, I've been a homebody for a long time. And I've been in, like, serious relationships back to back for a while. So I feel like I really, like, lost myself in those relationships and just didn't even um, put effort into watering a garden around me of support, you know. So since this recent breakup, that was something that I really wanted to be intentional about is like really step out of my comfort zone and start making new friends and um 
antidepressants really helped with that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to say I just snapped out of it. Snap out of it. <laughs> it was a lot of work um, getting medication, um, you know, starting therapy and stuff like that. So yeah. the way it happened is, like, I I really do like apps because it's, like, easier for me <laughs> to just, like, bypass the whole small talk thing and just like know what you're about you know and so that's kind of how I connected with um a friend of mine like we've been friends for I guess a few months now um and we hung out we went to a picnic it was the cutest thing ever because you know they they have a a good friend who was also on the her app which is like it's like a dating site for uh, LGBTQ people. Yeah. Um, but it is geared towards, like, um, I think lesbian or, like, woman woman with woman mm-hmm. uh, or whatever. But that's kind of where it all started because, you know, I, I, like, I've been on Tinder and stuff like that, but it's just not, like, the vibe, you know? Yeah. In order to make friends. No, it's too... Honestly, go on Tinder if you want to have sex. It does certainly feel that way. Yeah. Um, and, like, don't get me wrong. I'm bisexual. I'm, like, also open to making friends and whatever comes from that with men. But it, it was kind of impossible for me to do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I can't. Like, I just can't with men right now. Um, and that is so valid and self-explanatory. If there's any bisexual man out there hit me up because oh no if you're on the spectrum yeah come vibe come kiki lgbtqia yeah hit my line because that's like the only way i can stomach that idea (laughs) but anyway back to the story so i um befriended somebody on the her app and um we really hit it off and we're talking you know over text eventually we started talking over text and then they invited me to a picnic with their friend, and their friend was going to bring someone that they met on the app. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it was, like, kind of scary, and, but I'm so, so happy that I went, because we all hit it off, we all got along, and... No, I remember you telling me about it, and, like, you being really, like, just, like, excited and whatever, just, like, you know, it was your first time, so you were excited, but we just, like, didn't know, like, what was gonna come out of it, and, like, literally could've, couldn't have been any better, the people we found, and, like, that day that you guys went out, you guys ran into two other people. Yeah. Who, randomly. Yeah. Who are also now a part of the group. Yeah. (laughs) Who, like the the friend or you you explain how yeah so it was four of us having a picnic and then there was um like two people on a little blanket and uh the two the two friends that I was with were like oh that's you know that's my friend that's somebody I know let's go say hi and so and I I remember feeling a little bit nervous about meeting all these new people you Mm -hmm. know and so we went over there and we said hi and then we all just started talking and it was just it just felt right like the vibes were right and um it's so cool because we all feel so comfortable around each other yeah yeah and then 
when did I bring you into the group? Was it the day that we went to Rocky Horror Picture Show? Yeah, that was the day. Oh my god. Yeah. So she had been, like, the group, it was just like, you guys hang out, like, once. And mm-hmm. then the next time you guys hung out again. Yeah. I, you invited me. Mm-hmm. We were all supposed to, like, hang out during the day and then, like, go to the club at night. But I had gone to the club the night before and I came back and was so like the next day basically was just like recovery yeah (laughs) so um I didn't hang out with you guys in the day but we all went to the club I met everyone I felt very like oh my god like I'm just getting plopped into this group and there were so many of you guys and (laughs) I hugged everyone like everyone felt so kind and and open and like I almost felt like ready to meet me because you had mentioned me mm-hmm. and so everyone was just like really nice and yeah um, and we had a fucking blast yeah that night was so fun <laughs> we went to uh gossip girl mm-hmm. and it was just really good vibes everybody was dancing and drinking and that's yeah. what i like about that group that we're all down to clown yeah you know it was so fun (laughs) so much fun and ever since then we've been kind of hanging out with them and i really like them all because they all are super down to earth but they're all super different yes like the friend that i made they're first of all they're a pc's Pisces, I know it's Pisces, but mm-hmm. they're a Pisces, they're a water sign, and so they're really, really deep, you know? Yeah. They're really deep and smart, and, you know, it it, it just feels nice to be able to have, like, an intellectual conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. They're also very, like, passionate and driven. Very passionate. And yeah. actually, this is a really good little segue to the fact that I want to have them on the show. Yes. Because they have such a unique story to tell. And there's just so much awareness that can come from their story. Mm-hmm. And I just want to be able to share that with the whole world, you know, and, and they want to. Yes, so their story exciting. is so interesting. Um, Seriously, like, when you told me, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I felt very inspired by them. Yeah. And... I love the way they they speak about everything. Mm-hmm. It just comes so, like, straight from the heart. Yeah. And, like, every time I hear them talk or they talk about anything, I'm just, like, in, I just feel in awe of them. Yeah. That's like, how I feel, too. Yeah. And I'm, I, I just, like, I feel like the second I met them, I was in awe of them. <laughs> They're just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then their bestie. I don't know if they call each other best friends. But my sister likes to point <laughs> it out. They're definitely besties. Uh, and they're so cute together. They'll never admit it to each other, though. <laughs> yeah, I yes. think so. It's so cute. Um, they're a Capricorn to the T. Yeah, to the T. they're hilarious. <laughs> yes, they're so funny. And just, like, so vibrant. I don't mm-hmm. know how to explain it. Their aura is just really vibrant. and They um, feel really present and, like, quick. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and... They're the type of person that, like, will dance with you on the dance floor <laughs> and grind with you and look you straight in the eyes the entire time. Yeah. That's some PQ material right there, you know? Oh, who? we should describe the other, the other two friends. So, the other two friends. 
One of them is a Gemini and they are really, they're more of like a calm Gemini and that's because they have a Capricorn moon. Um, They're also very down to earth, but like they socialize a lot and they're just very smart and they're, they're incredible. Like I just can't put it into words. Like that's the vibe. I like, but I'm just so happy to like meet another Gemini. I can't remember the last time I was friends with a Gemini, honestly. So we, we really do, I do feel like we're on the same page about things and like our thoughts are kind of similar or our ways of thinking are similar. And I honestly, it makes me feel less lonely to be with a Gemini like mm-hmm. around them because yeah, it just feels like, oh, you're one of me, yay. And that was like literally the first thing I said to them. I was like, oh, so you're a Gemini. And then like from there, it just like, we're fine. Yeah. Like. You know, and the thing about Gemini's is that they demand attention. Oh, not overtly. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes overtly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like a energy type thing. Like, wow, I I never thought of that. Yeah. Because I don't meet that many Gemini's, so it's like hard for me to analyze. But mm-hmm. I, I mean, the you're, Gemini's that you're I right. Know. Yeah. Because this person does demand attention Absolutely. just by breathing, and yeah. so do I. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then their friend, who's also our friend, they're a Virgo. They are so funny. And that ass. I mean, if you want to get real with it, every uh-huh. single person in the group, except for me, well, I don't know what you, I don't know. I don't know what no, you No, I about. do. No, I do have a fat ass. <laughs> that, if that's what you're saying. But I like. No, no, you're right. Everyone does have a fat ass. Yeah. It literally our group is full of fat, fat asses. asses and that's a privilege i will wave <laughs> that flag i will fucking preach that shit our our group is awesome like yeah and like, all, like yeah like, it takes a i don't know they're this yeah. is what it is mm-hmm. i feel like we're literally in the show skins <laughs> like each of us is oh. like so unique and different but we're like all friends and we yeah all <laughs> there's something that has like that i'm sure i'll be able to pinpoint at some point that is our commonality because we are so like all of us are so individualistic mm-hmm. but we all see things the same yeah or we're all always on the same page yeah and i've i feel comfortable and safe with everyone and i feel like i think it's the fluidity mm-hmm like not just like gender wise because i think everybody identifies as non-binary yeah so that's but, actually a big deal yeah. like a big point we should make is that um like more than half of them are identify as they them mm-hmm. and other pronouns but you know they are like fluid and fluid their, their identity yeah so yeah and i think that translates to everything else too yeah like we're able to just talk about things you know, mm-hmm. and not be so rigid about life. Mm-hmm, and yeah. I think rigidity is like my own personal pet peeve. Mm. Like cynicism and rigidity, and just like not being able to see beyond the physical realm. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. all that, it just like brings me down so yeah. much, you know? So I just really appreciate like how everybody's so fluid and open and just like forward thinking and, and kind. kind. Too, because a hundred percent that's where i was going with that they're really kind because we haven't been friends with them that long but they all checked in on us i care about all of them individually like truly and i feel that reciprocated 
Yeah. For sure. And that's such a, like, like a nice, warm feeling that I haven't felt in a long time from, like, a group of people. And, you know, I thought I was being just, like, plopped into this group, but this group literally formed within two weeks. And then I was, like, the last one to join. Yeah. And then it was, like, cherry. I was the cherry on top. <laughs> and then it was done. It was set. But... It just, like, all basically happened so organically, yeah. so fast, so organically. but but naturally. It just feels so right, and, like, we just have so much chemistry together. And to me, the most important thing in my life is the feeling of, like, friendship. Like, real love for other people. I hate that people are so focused on romantic love, mm-hmm. because... To me, there's nothing more beautiful than the friendship I feel coming from this group. Yeah. Truly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what's been going on with our life. Mm -hmm. And hopefully all these, like, people that we meet teach us something. And they will. They will. Mm -hmm. And that could be something we can share with with all of you. Oh, definitely. We will keep you updated. I realize my favorite thing to do is talk about things that are, like, currently happening. Yeah. And, like, analyzing in real time with you guys. It's yeah. really fun. Yeah. So we'll keep you guys updated. I really miss doing this. And we're getting back into the groove of things. So, you know, maybe we're, like, a little rusty or something. But, like, we're shaking it off. Mm-hmm. And I'm just ready to, like, get into the groove of, yeah. like, you know, and the flow. I'm really, really happy yeah. to be back. All right, guys. Love you guys. We'll talk Love to you, you next week. Bye. Bye.